Welcome to probably the most low-budget podcast you've ever heard. I'm Bria Delaney. We're going to have some good times with bad friends. Every segment, we fucking wing it. So grab a beer, tune the fuck in, or get the fuck out. This is Talk Shit Get Lit. Good Times Bad Friends. I'm your host, Brianne Delaney. I'm Emma. Donate to your local Humane Society, but the one in Australia, so we can save the kangaroos. Wouldn't that not be local? Donate to your out-of-country Humane Society. Stupid. Oi, mate! Okay, weird. Welcome back. This is episode nine. Believe it or not, that's fucking crazy. So this week we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be stories about how you met your significant other. So a lot of our segments have been about just fuck ups (laughs) that people have made. You know, little oopsies here and there, embarrassing shit. Shit in your pants, puke in your underwear. Things that, you know, we may have a little bit of shame for, but look back and think it's funny. But, you know, to be honest, this is actually because we've been extremely busy. I have not read any of these stories except for one. (laughs) So we're just going to go for it. I'm going to read them all. I usually read them over before and the shock factor is just to Emma or whoever is joining us this week for both of us. So that's going to be completely different. I feel like this can go one of two ways. It could be like a, oh my God, that's so cute. Or, oh my God. Oh my God. So we'll see how it goes because Emma and I are very happy. Oh, shush. I know we really are though, right? I mean, I am. Oh, that makes me happy. You're stupid. Yeah, no, Emma and I, we're doing great. However, we don't have a very interesting story. We met on Tinder. Yeah, we did. (laughs) So I'm really interested to hear... You know, a couple stories that met in a way other than online dating. So, I mean, we can share it at the end, but it's not going to be anything too extensive. So, should we just jump right into this? Yes. I have, honestly, I have, I'm looking at five right now, and I already know of a sixth one that I have read. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Just off the top of my head, but I know I've gotten more. There's no way I'm going to be able to fit everybody's, but let's just see where we get. So, let's start with the first one in my inbox. Okay. Okay, this one is from Kevin. Freshman year of high school is when I met my wife. We met through mutual friends. But one day I was planning to surprise our friend with a noogie. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? But she had seen me hiding, so she moved out of the way. My wife, on the other hand, had not a clue. I jumped out, not realizing the situation soon enough, and gave my wife a full-blown noogie. Best friend since... And about two years later, got together as a couple. Aww. Aww. It all started with a noogie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever given you one in almost two years. Come here. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. Your hair looks good today. But maybe tomorrow morning. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Kevin. That was good. Okay. Okay. That's super adorable. All right. The next one's from Julia. Oh, fucking titties yes julia julia and i met on an airplane Uh back in 2011 we were in denver 
met on an airplane because we were wearing the same glasses in Denver for like kind of almost the same reason, which was weird. And then, um, God, I want to say, fuck, two years later, out of nowhere, because Julia and I had this kind of relationship where we would see each other and it'd be like super awesome. And then we would like disconnect for a while and then we'd see each other again and catch up and then we disconnect for a while. And then one day we hadn't seen each other in months, like easily six, seven months. And she hits me up and she's like, hey, do you want to go get your nails done? And I was like, well, right now I'm getting my oil changed and I don't really have the money to get my nails done, but I'll go sit with you. She was like, fuck it. Merry Christmas. I'll pay for your nails. I'm like, okay. Uh So we go get manicures and we're sitting there. I just get there. We're sitting at, you know, the little tables next to each other. And she was like, so how's it going? How are you? What's new? Because, you know, we hadn't seen each other in a while. And just word vomit. I can't even tell you why I said this, why it came out. I just looked at her and I went, I think I'm gay. (laughs) And she just goes. what the fuck? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't even know why I said that. Like, without even realizing it, I came out to Julia first. Oh, shit. And she was like, I have someone I want you to meet. Ah. And a few months later, she introduced me to my first girlfriend ever. Literally could never explain to you why it came out that way, but it just total word vomit. So this story is from Julia. She said, Michaela was in town for my birthday in October two years ago, and we were at breakfast enjoying our huge mimosas and breakfast burritos. We got on the topic of wanting to get tattoos. Well, when it comes to a tattoo, I I can't say no. So we went up the street to Freaky's Yes. That indeed is the name of the head shop here. As we white-girled our way into the shop, this incredibly attractive artist walks out. I, of course, did the double take and stared him down (laughs) and then proceeded to talk him into tattoos tattooing us. Little did I know I was his birthday present. It was his birthday that day. (laughs) I continued to get tattooed by Italo. We would flirt and figure each other out. Well, finally, two months later, he finally asked for my number. I didn't look until I had left the shop, but he had sent me a, hey, it's Italo, your babe. And the rest is history. They've been they've been married almost two years. So if you guys listen to our paranormal memoir episode where I said that I had taken the time off to go to this wedding, but I didn't have the money to actually fly there. That's when they got married. They got married on Halloween. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And her and Italo. Oh, so cute. Her and Italo have the most beautiful baby now. He's not even one yet. Oh, my God. His name is Mason. He's fucking adorable. And that's a really cool story. Italo seems like such a cool guy, and I'm still so pissed that I haven't met him. Oh, that's cute. Good story. It's such a good story. Thanks, Julia, for sharing that. I still love the way Julia and I met. It's such a... It just makes us bond even more. Yeah, that's a really, like, one-of-a-kind way to meet, like, a really good friend. Yeah, for sure. And then she ends up being the person that I come out to like randomly yeah that's pretty cool Okay, the next one is from someone named Ashley. I used to work with her at Texas Roadhouse. She said, My significant other. Well, it was New Year's Eve three years ago. I had just moved back to Prescott, and this was my first time I had gone out since having my daughter. My friend said she'd be going out with some friends downtown, and I decided, why not? So, me and my ex-husband got ready and met her down there. Now, keep in mind, we had been having relationship issues for some time, and it was headed towards divorce. So we go and meet her and her friends, and it was a pretty awesome night. Except I've never been more hungover the next day. I happened to notice one of the guys in the group was extremely good looking. (laughs) Let's face it, he was sexy as hell. And I was headed straight towards divorce. (laughs) Oh my god. 
After midnight, me, my ex, a few others, and this handsome guy all took a picture on one of the bar patios. Well, three years later, I'm divorced and married to this handsome guy from New Year's Eve. (laughs) And have a great, awkward picture of the night it all started. (laughs) Oh, that's cool shit. Oh, you know what? That is cool. Like, it sucks that you were going through a divorce, but you know what? And I say this to everyone because everyone's like, timing's everything. And I 100% believe that. Timing does mean a lot, but at the same time, it means nothing at all. Yeah. Because... I've been in situations where, like, I got out of a breakup and I was never going to be with anyone. It was a really shitty breakup. And then I came out of the closet, literally met this girl within the week of coming out of the closet. And we clicked and fell in love. I swear to God, that week. I told her I loved her the next week. She cried and told me she loved me back. We were together for a year and a half. So, like, timing means everything, but it means nothing. So I think that's a really cool story. It is. It is a really cool story. And I love when people have awkward meetups. Like, yeah, so we met like this because, you know, I was actually married. (laughs) Like, that's a good one, Ashley. I wish we had a really cool way of meeting up. I, every time I still think about the way we met up, I, I, I still think it's pretty I cool, I mean, it's kind of cool, yeah. We'll get into that. We'll get into it after this. After this segment. After, after this the com- commercial break. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Good Times Brad Friends, brought to you and sponsored by Michael Wendell's Pillow. Yeah! <laughs> oh, fucking douche. Anyways. <laughs> Okay, so this one's from someone I know named Kayla. I've known Kayla for quite some time. We used to do theater together, and now I just keep up on her and her husband and their cute little daughter's family on Instagram and Facebook, so this is how they met. She said, hey, Missy, here's our story. I had been good friends with a girl named Pebbles for one summer. Wait, what? (laughs) Pebbles? This is so funny because normally I read them and kind of proofread them or maybe fix typos, but I haven't read them at all. So Pebbles. (laughs) And by good friends, I mean we were together and got drunk and spent nights practicing foreign accents for almost a year. What? (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, we had a weird falling out because my family was being a douchebag and didn't talk for a few weeks. I was on my way to the bowling alley on a date when she came to mind, so I sent her a text saying something generic along the lines of, I miss you and I love you. Let's get drunk soon. She replied that she missed me too and hoped we can get together soon. I walked into the bowling alley and she was there with a group of friends. I immediately noticed Nick and Garrett pretty much left my mind even though we'd been going on dates for at least three months. And we were pretty seriously invested. I tried to play it cool, but was really drawn to him. So naturally, I gave him shit for dressing in buckle head to toe. (laughs) Whenever I think of buckle, I think those bitches work on commission because they do not leave you alone. Buckle? Yeah, for sure. Anyways, and that was it. That night, Pebbles and I went back to a friend's house and spent the night like we had for the previous nine months. I told her that I thought Nick was really cute in my drunkenness. Later that night, she admitted she had told him what I had said. He responded with, her? Why would she like me? I'm old and balding. (laughs) Poor Nick. (laughs) Anyways, we spent the next three months seeing one another randomly here and there, and every time I was enamored. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good word choice. Enamored. Vocabulary. Enamored. Mm. Once, he had a girlfriend and she was bragging about their first kiss and I was about ready to kiss him and make him forget her, but I stayed cool. Eventually, we went to Vegas together and pranked an engagement and the rest is history. But 
I met my husband on a date with somebody else. That is so cute. <laughs> that is cute. That is cute. Oh, my God. Their pictures are so cute. I'll have to show you. They are such a cute couple. Kayla, thank you for sharing that with us. And I can't wait to show Emma the cute pictures of your daughters. So cool. I'm trying to think of a time I went on a date with someone or when I was dating someone else. And then I met someone at the same time who I thought was really hot. I don't think that's ever happened to me. You know what's weird is I feel like something like that's happened to me. And I cannot think of one right now. So hopefully it comes up. But I feel like I feel like I can feel it in my gut. Feel it in your gut. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one, Kayla. Thank you. That was really good. Yes. Ooh, this one's from Cassie. Cassie is with Nick. Oh, the dad. one, the one that I call dad. Yeah, yeah. So I used to work with Nick just in the past year, and this is from his now fiance, and they have the cutest baby. They have baby number two on the way, which is amazing, and I'm so excited. Today is actually their son's birthday. Happy oh, birthday, Jackson. Yeah. He's two. And he looks exactly like Nick. He's so cute. So this one is from Cassie. She said... Nick's first day working, he had never waited tables before, and I was scheduled to be his serving partner, and he sucked. (laughs) My sales were easily triple what his were, and they should have been roughly the same. And I told my manager during my checkout, if you ever schedule me to work with that incompetent piece of shit again, (gasps) I'm not coming in. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then, a few nights later, he was serving and I was QAing because he didn't tell me he took tickets or made mistakes, so I had so much of his shit remade and then he didn't even tip me well. It wasn't until I was out of work for three months due to the chicken pox and I came back. I even entertained the idea of being his friend. He gave me a $20 tip when I was his QA the first night back and I knew he liked me. No, and look at where they're at now. <laughs> that's cute as hell. I'm pretty sure they worked at Chili's. Chili's? I think that's what it was. They worked at Chili's, which is so funny. If I'm wrong, call me out, Cassie or Nick. But I'm pretty sure it was a Chili's. And it makes me laugh because my older sister and brother-in-law, Jenna and Jordan, who we are obsessed with, I'm pretty sure they met at Chili's. I like Applebee's better. Because I think Jordan used to go sit in Jenna's section because he thought she was cute. I always get the three cheese chicken penne pasta with hot wings, boneless. Hashtag ad, use the code Good Times Bad Friends for 10% off your Applebee's order. Shut up. That is not true. Don't. It's not. A Don't kid. tarnish the Applebee's name. Don't even go to Applebee's. It sucks. No, please go. Anyways, thank you, Cassie. That was so cool. I love reading these because when I read these, I know they're from people I know and it just makes me so much. Ooh, it just gives me so much joy of reading these things. Are you feeling really gay right now? So gay. This next one is from someone named Nico. I've known Nico for quite some time. I've known Nico since I was in like the fifth grade. So he said, how I met my wife. I was invited to SeaWorld on October 4th, 2014 by my brother. I was on base in between training and I knew I was about to go on lockdown. So I figured I would stretch my legs one last time for a few weeks before my training. I met up with them at SeaWorld and my brother and I walked in late. He had to get a rip of good stuff before rolling in. I walked in for free being active duty and saw her taking a picture with a little boy in her arms. Her friend who was cute smiled at me and my brother and I joked that the girl that smiled must have been 16 or something. We ended up walking away and finding a place that sells beer. I bought a beer and that's where the day begins. We saw each other again by the Arctic Circle, then by the sea lions, then by the aquariums. It seemed like no matter where we went, we kept bumping into each other. Each time, I would talk myself into talking to her, but chickened out every time. Side note to the story, 
We stole everything we could. LOL. Pretzels, slushies, water bottles, hot dogs, you name it. We weren't going to pay for it. (laughs) Well, at least my group wasn't. So I meet her at the concession stand and she's holding two drinks. And my opener was this. You know, you can steal that and no one would know. Really? She smiled and looked down and said, it's just water. (laughs) I walked away so embarrassed. I told my brother and I think he called me an idiot or something like that. Not to be defeated. I ran back as they were walking away and stopped her and said, look, I'm not a thief. I'm actually just new around here. Here's my number. If you ever find yourself doing something fun and want some company, I would love to hang out. She had her friend take my number who later screened me and passed me Hannah's number later. Turns out the boy she was holding was her nephew. We have been married three years. We have a two-year-old son and are expecting our second son come September. Funny how things work. That's so cool. They met at SeaWorld. That's really cool. We kissed in a pool once. Yeah, once. That was awesome, Nico. Thank you for sharing that. That's super cool. That's the kind of shit that makes me think like, oh, the universe just aligned. Yeah, I know. What the hell? I wish. Yeah. (sighs) So cool. Thank you, Nico. That was a really cool one. This is a cool segment we're doing. Yeah? You're into it? it? Yeah. I'm I'm totally into it. It's just different because it's not like a, oh my God. Yeah, I stuck my sausage sword in her pudding pocket. And then I shit my pants and went to jail. It's not even like that. It's like, aww. (laughs) That's really cool. It's a little bit vanilla. So, this one is from Amelia. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. from last one. Give it to me, girl. Yeah, and you met Nate. Yeah. Cool as shit. They're so cool. This is from Amelia. Amelia, if you listen to my last segment, is my friend from Oregon, and she's amazing. She said, so, it was senior year of high school, and I was kind of seeing this older guy. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. Sorry, here we go. We read that one last week. (laughs) I had just moved to Oregon to start college, and I had a group of students that I would smoke cigarettes with. But very soon, we were like, where the fuck can we get some weed? So this sophomore guy was like, yo, my buddy lives like five minutes from campus. Let's go over to his place, buy and smoke some weed. We were like, oh, fuck yeah. Piled into Emma's car and went into these townhouses. We ended up at this dude's door, where he looked super surprised to see six goddamn freshmen there. (laughs) He let us in, and it's him and his buddy, and they're smoking some weed. His friend didn't say a goddamn word the entire time. He had his long hair all up in his face, so I was like, what the fuck is this quiet dude doing here? So we end up coming back to the drug dealer's place a few times, and his buddy is always there. One day, the drug dealer is like, hey guys, I'm going to the friend's house, but you can go over to his place and hang, motioning to the quiet, long-haired, weird dude. (laughs) I was super apprehensive, but we went over. Over a few weeks, this dude and I ended up seeing more and more of each other, and he cut his hair. So I could see he was actually super cute. Aww. Nate and I have been dating over three years now and plan on getting married in fall of 2019. I love Nate and Amelia, you guys. Nate and Amelia are so cool. God, what the fuck? Okay, well, we went to Portland last year, babe. Remember we were getting a ride home from somewhere? Yes! And we were in the back seat with Nate and Amelia, and Amelia was on Nate's lap, and me and Nate are super wasted. Y'all kept talking hard shit. We were talking shit, and wasn't it about the guy driving us home? Because it was Karen's friend. Karen! And, And the guy driving us home was, like, in high school. Yeah. Remember? 
Weren't you, weren't you talking shit about, like, oh, wait, what year do you graduate? Or yeah. Something? yeah. And, like, Nate and I, like, because you and, like, Amelia were, and Ka- no, it was Karen. You and Karen were like, Bria, stop. You're being a dick. You you guys need to knock it off. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm so Because I was making fun of the guy driving us home because he was, like, 17. Yeah. And we're in our 20s, guys. We're in our mid-fucking 20s. And, like, I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, like, when do you graduate high school? He's like, yeah, so, like, next year. And oh, I, my God. God. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I get it. Like, my my little sister just graduated on high school. Like, I totally get it. And Nate's like, oh, bro, oh, you're in high school, bro. <laughs> and we were just being such dicks. It might not even sound funny to you guys because I can't even remember the gist of it. But, like, Nate is seriously so fucking fun. And Amelia is so adorable. And she's so hipster. And when they make that fucking Snapchat filter that has a septum and the dark eye shadow, that's Amelia. Yeah, when that's they make what she that looks fucking like. Baby. Oh my god, it's gonna come out with tattoos and a septum. Yes. You guys are so cute, and we're so excited to come to your wedding. And oh God, thank you so much for sharing that because I love you guys so much. That was adorable. That was adorable. Okay, I have two more. This one is from a friend named Chloe. Oh, Chloe! Chloe! So, Chloe, weird story. I've always followed her on social media and followed her entire family story for years. Her father passed away of ALS last year. It was super heartbreaking, and I've always followed her, her sister, and her brother, and also her dad when her dad was writing a blog the whole time he was sick. Their family intrigued me years ago. I cannot tell you why. And now I've been following them for years. I talked to her sister on and off. And now I talk to Chloe almost every single day. She's big on YouTube. It's Chloe's Life. Look it up and look her up on Instagram as well. Let me double check what her handle is. Yeah, girl's got a juicy booty. Yeah, look up this girl. Her name is Chloe's Life underscore. She has multiple followers, multiple subscribers on YouTube. She is so inspirational. She is a army wife and a stay-at-home mother, and she's a fucking fitness god. Follow Chloe. I absolutely adore her. So this is how her and her husband Taylor met. Okay. She said, 2011, 16 years old. I met my husband through my best friend who knew of him because he was in our church youth group. One night, he told me he wanted to meet me and to come to his street. At the time, I had my best friend and my somewhat of a boyfriend, I guess, question mark, question mark. (laughs) He liked me, but I wasn't into him. Anyways, we pull up to his street and see him sitting waiting for us on his dirt bike. Yes, a dirt bike. Cocky much? Mind you, it's like nine o'clock at night. We get out of the car and the first thing he does is hug me, which was the most awkward hug of my life. (laughs) Like we turned our heads the same way as we hugged and our faces pressed against each other. That's how you know it's meant to be. (laughs) Then he proceeds to ask if I want to feel his muscles. Oh my God. I did. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. So this guy, all high and mighty, starts his fucking dirt bike in this quiet little neighborhood and takes off riding up and down the street. Literally minutes pass and we hear the popo on his way. Taylor stops his bike next to me, throws me his fucking jacket and rides away from the police. What the fuck? 
Okay. That's kind of badass. He didn't make it far, crashed at the end of the street, <gasps> then got arrested. Oh, shit. The guy that was with me and my friend stayed in the car the entire time. I was realizing that this douche was pulling my heartstrings, and he fucking was. Mm-hmm. That night, I slept in his jacket. This kid I just met, who was a total fucking douchebag idiot, was on my mind the whole week, and he was grounded from his phone. So anyways... Now, we are 22 years old, married, and have two kids. So, XOXO, so romantic, can't wait to tell our kids. And you know what? You guys, Chloe is so fucking cool, and she is such a badass and deserves every ounce of gratitude and just recognition recognition absolutely in the world because her husband is on his second deployment i believe it's in the army and he's in afghanistan right now and i know it's so hard for her and i couldn't even imagine what going through that is like but she's out living in missouri by herself with her two young boys they are four and one by herself and she's 22 and her husband's away for nine months and i just oh my god All my love and support just goes to you, Chloe. You and Taylor are so awesome. You're so strong. And I fucking love that that's how you met. Chloe, I want your ass. (laughs) We've been working our asses off. We have been working our asses off. And you know what? Just to give you a visual, Chloe is like this tiny little bitch, did three (laughs) sit-ups and became a fitness god. Okay. Yeah. Has a fucking beautiful ass booty sticking straight out. She's got fat ass thighs now, just like pure muscle. Ass cheeks. I'm a YT. All these hoes getting grounding on me. (laughs) (laughs) Go follow Chloe, you guys. She's amazing. I know you all have Instagram because who doesn't these days? It's Chloe's life underscore. Okay. And then go to her YouTube and follow her as well. She is amazing. She's funny. She is a hot mess mom who just sits at home, works her ass off, growing that booty and drinking wine. We love you, Chloe. And last night, Emma had the mini bands around her leg doing some of the workouts that you posted on Instagram. So you are an inspirational bitch. We love you. I'm trying to get that ass thick, (laughs) Yeah, we trying to get that ass thick, just like Chloe. Eat the booty. So the next one, I have one more, you guys, that I'm going to share. It's from my friend, Emily. You remember Emily? Squad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of Hell course I do. Yeah. Of course I remember you, bitch. She said, hey. Well, I met my significant other on Tinder. Yes! yes! The same bitch thing. <laughs> yes. I met my significant other on Tinder after I moved back to Washington from Oregon and matched with him while I was staying at my cousin's house that's like 50 miles from where I live. Wasn't necessarily looking for anything serious, just to pass the time, meet new people because I live in a small-ass town filled with people that I absolutely fucking hate. Hell yeah, same. We keep talking for a few weeks or something and got the dreaded message about wanting to meet in real life. Ooh, IRL. That's literally what it says. Mm-hmm. Meet IRL. <laughs> Fucking fine. He lives far enough away to not have to worry about seeing anyone I know in public. And we meet at a Red Robin over an hour away. So we first smoke a J and then we go inside. Stupid because I get too anxious with all the people. Then a server walks by that completely pisses me the fuck off because I fucking went to high school with a douchebag and here I am having to explain to my day why I'm noticeably steaming because the server was a fucking creep and tried to burn down the boys middle school bathroom. (laughs) 
wait, 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 what? The server that pissed her off that she was fucking steaming about. Yeah. She went to high school with him, tried to burn down the boys' bathroom. What the fuck? <laughs> Mostly, I felt I was in danger, and somehow my significant other wasn't put off by complete and total crazy. Here, almost a year later, we still get pissed off every time we drive by that goddamn Red Robin. Red Robin. Yo. Yo. Okay, everyone, thank you so much to Kevin, Julia, Ashley, Kayla, Cassie, Nico, Chloe, and Emily. That is the most stories we've ever done on a podcast segment. That's crazy. So thank you so much for sharing those. Those were all really, really great. Really, really great. Fantastic. So amazing. Superb. So should we talk about how we met? Oh, it gets me all giddy every time I just think about it. I know you don't get giddy, but I do. Okay. Should I give a backstory on my side? And then I want to a backstory on your side because I, I actually don't know. What do you like? What do you mean a backstory on like my a side? backstory? Like what place were you at in your life when you met me? So let me go first, and maybe it'll give you an idea of where you were. Okay. All right. So I just went through a really, really, really shitty breakup. Granted, we are friends now. It's cool now. It's cool, Carney. It's fine. Okay, I love you. <laughs> we're friends now. It's totally cool. I love you, Carney. It's totally cool. <laughs> we're actually really good friends again, which like means more than me to any than anything. But at the time, the breakup was handled very ugly, and I was completely heartbroken, and I just felt horrible. And I had a lot of shit going on with my health and school. Like it was just bad timing in all aspects. So I'm living in Oregon. Fly back to Arizona, and like. Before I fly back, my girlfriend and I had only been broken up like a month. And all my friends knew that I was just fucking depressed. And they were like, Bria, you got to get out there. Go get laid. Go get that dick. Like, whatever. (laughs) That dick. Right. And I was like, God, I hate everyone. I hate everything. I hate myself. I just don't want anyone to touch me. (laughs) Whatever. So my best friend, Michaela, had flown out to Oregon to come visit me. And then we flew back together and I stayed in Phoenix for like eight days. And I already knew at this point that I was having to move home back to Phoenix. So I was moving back in like a month and a half, but came, visited all my friends. It was super fun. And I had Tinder. Well, swiping on Tinder in Salem, Oregon, you're not going to get very far. You run out of swipes really quick but you go down to Tempe you're right next to ASU you never stop swiping if you're looking for girls homie okay (laughs) so I was just swiping back and forth just like you know wasting time at a bar one day and I matched with Emma you matched with me at a bar yeah, I'm pretty sure I was at Casey Moore's, actually. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay, wait. So before you get into it, do I tell my backstory before you Yeah, get into like, so, okay, really quick before I finish it, I was not looking for a relationship, A, because I didn't live there yet, but wasn't looking for one. And then also, I was just so heartbroken and just, because this was the first time that I had had a breakup happen like this, like I was just kind of blindsided and I kind of just felt betrayed. So I just didn't want to trust anyone and be with anyone. I just want to do me, you know? I, I was just going to work too. on me that you thank you baby <laughs> but yeah that's where I was at not looking it was just kind of like a time waster and I was on vacation go ahead I don't know I was kind of in a bland spot yeah bland yeah why I don't know well so I dated a couple of girls they were oh, really what were their names Bria gives me a bunch of shit for this but I dated three girls in a row their names were all Sierra all spelled the same fucking Uh, way S-I-E-R-R-A so they're referred to as Sierra number one two and three yeah (laughs) 
So number one. She obviously has a type. Oh, yeah. So number one, I'd gone out with for a while. We broke up. It was no big deal. We're friends now. She's really cool. Number what two. Up, Sierra? Come over and play Guitar Hero anyways. <laughs> what up, girl? So number two, I don't have any contact with. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. Sierra gonna- number two is the one. If you listen to last or no, if you listen to Bloody Embarrassing, Sierra number two is the one that took Emma to go hang out with said Kevin. Yeah, where they fucking shot guns on top of Mount Lemon in Tucson. <laughs> yeah, so fucking broke my heart. Whatever, stomped on it, broken into a million pieces. Oh. Anyway, I was sulking, and then I thought maybe getting back on Tinder would be my way of bringing myself back, and I was gonna play the field and date girls and just try and be a player and whatever you know like be comfortable with myself love myself um namaste so i mean that's about it like we had just cut ties basically and when i decided to get back on tinder it wasn't long before i swiped right on this stubborn little white woman whose name is bria hi hey (laughs) (laughs) so oh my god i downloaded tinder on my phone to read these messages are you no oh my god are you kidding me? Yes, I got this. I hate you right now. Okay. Like, I'm literally mad. No, you're not, baby. I fucking hate Anyways, you. Anyways, right so. Bitch. When I first saw Emma's photos. Okay. I thought she was going to be one of those lesbians who is like a douchebag. You know, like walks with the swagger is like a dyke, but not a dyke, you know? And like, I re- I always remember in her bio being like, I'm 5'7". I'm like, okay. Okay, first of all. So listen, I'm not done, bitch. So I'm like, okay, she's taller than me. Then all of her photos are like, she's like athletic. She's got like this long, dark hair. I'm like, she's probably, and like when we talked, you were nice, but I knew she was flirting with me. So I was like. So were you. Well, yeah, but I was like, oh, I kind of feel like this girl's a fucking bitch. Oh my God. But she's being nice to me because, you know, she's cool. So let me just tell you, these were our first interactions. I'm not a douchebag. All right. For everyone out there. Yeah. Honestly, now that I've been together with Emma for like almost two years. This is not her. And I remember even like in the beginning when I started getting to know her and I actually met her in person because we didn't meet in person for like a month and a half, almost two months. Because like she asked me to hang out and I didn't live here. So I was like, yo, I'm moving back in a month and a half if this offer still stands. <laughs> so we uh, we talked like 125% platonically the whole time I lived in Oregon for the rest of that time. Became friends. And then when I moved back and I was there with my best friend from Oregon, he drove back with me. We hung out with her and Emma was super cool. Nothing like I expected her to be. Because we texted all the time, FaceTimed a couple times, Snapchatted daily, but like she was not the person that I first anticipated, like the douchey athletic girl. Let me tell you guys, our first messages ever. I hate you for doing this. I love you, baby. Fuck off. (laughs) Why is this happening? Maybe it's a sign that you shouldn't read my goddamn fucking messages. You shouldn't read them. This is really sad. It's not <laughs> letting me log in and yes! And I literally did it not that long ago to read them to someone, but I think I can remember one almost word for word. Are you ready? 
I'm, you know what? I guarantee you can remember it word for word because you, you're like a motherfucking elephant. You remember every goddamn detail about every goddamn day of your life. True. So one, like the first thing that she said to me, one of the first things was like, hey, no, 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 no. You're already wrong. No, because it was about beer. No, uh, you sent a gift to me. It, was, it a, was a polar bear. It was a polar bear. It was a gift of a polar bear. He came out of the water and like held himself up and he was like, oh my God, hi. <laughs> that was my favorite gift. So she sent one back of like this SNL comedian that said hi and whatever. And then she sent me this thing because in my bio it said I liked beer. And she said like something along the lines of, hey, so I see you like beer. We have a lot in common. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate myself. And I was like, hell yeah, I like beer, like whatever. And she was like, and I was like, are you? No. And then that's when I realized you were in Tucson. And yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck? You're in Tucson. I'm in Phoenix. What the fuck? Because it made no sense as to why we'd match because, and Em and I always Always get in debates about this, but I only had my thing set on to 20 miles, so we should not have matched. No, 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 no. And here's my debate. I had my Tinder set on full range, like as far as it could go. So But I should have never been able to see you. But but here's the debacle, Bria Maskovich. Because say my last name on the podcast. Oh, you can bleep it out. It's fine. Great. Anyway, <laughs> here's my debate. Because I can reach you, that doesn't mean that you're an if I can see you you have to be able to see me i don't that's, believe that's true that's the end of it okay you whatever. know what we're gonna stop because we always argue tinder i'm gonna write you a letter okay anyways i basically said something like oh what the fuck you're in tucson like i'm in phoenix like what the hell and you were like yeah i go down there plenty it ain't no thing man oh my god next time you're down we can just get a drink and a smoke and i'll pay for the first round <laughs> The way you fucking say it is so over-exaggerated. Like, that's literally... I've known you for, like, more than two years now, and you're not the type to be like, ain't no thing, Okay, yeah, but I could definitely be like, yeah, it's not a big deal. I go down there a lot. I was just trying to fucking seem cool, okay? (laughs) And you're not as cool as you try to seem, but you're really cool. (gasps) Really? Thanks. (laughs) Do you remember, because you're... Oh, God, your Tinder bio. I wish it would let me fucking log in. It Because we never deleted them. We just deleted the app. It was something about being a single mother. What was it? Something like, I heard being a single mother is really difficult. I wouldn't know. Or, I don't know. Here, let me try. I'm 5'7". <laughs> That's how it ends. Okay, listen. First of all, I put that in 5'7 because I feel like a lot of people were turned off that I was taller than them. Because girls, lesbians specifically, are looking for a certain height. Don't play like you fucking like, are so into their personality and blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't matter like yeah if you like taller girls and i'm taller than you cool but like if you find out i'm taller than you and you're not into it and you find out right away then you're gonna be like "Uh -uh." i mean you're not even that much taller than me i'm five four and a half (laughs) (laughs) i'm five four and a half if i didn't have scoliosis i'd be five six hi (laughs) Hi. but anyway so we stayed friends moved back from oregon my best friend came with me we invited her down she got in her car drove all the way from Tucson coming out with us. We took her to a bar, had no idea she was a lightweight, got her fucked up by <laughs> accident. Went swimming, we kissed in the swimming pool, and I woke up in the middle of the night and she was spooning my best friend Nick. I was. You were I so dude, drunk. I was. I was so fucked up. I was spooning her best friend, and then I woke up, and she, weren't you the one? You were like, yeah. what the fuck? I sat up, because it was the first night we ever met. I sat up, and I looked, and it was the cutest, but like almost awkward thing. My best friend is laying down and like behind him is Emma spooning him and I was like what the 
fuck is this? <laughs> and Emma's one, like, she's very jumpy, but she heard me say it, and she, like, opened her eyes really wide and saw what happened, and she goes, <gasps> and then, like, turned the other way and went back to sleep. No, when you, when I heard you say, what the fuck, I, like, jumped up, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I, like, <laughs> turned around and then spooned you. Oh my god, yeah, but that's how we first met. We were, like, not really, like, we were, like, seeing each other, but super low-key, but we hung out probably easily three to four times a week, and we had expressed our feelings and everything, but we were, like, super slow because I had so many trust issues, but Emma was so patient with me. But then one day, because all the time, people would be like, are you single? And I was like, uh, yes, well, kinda. And my best friend was like, when the fuck are you gonna stop saying that? I can't believe you. Because I was basically not single. We were like you acting hope. like a couple by the end. We were like hooking up more. But I knew that Emma was gonna give up on waiting for me. Okay, yeah. So and listen. I knew it wasn't fair to make you wait for me. But you knew where, what place I was in and like what I didn't want and whatever. But I knew. So that's when she went on a date with Sierra number, number three. three. Yeah. Fucking so, okay, listen. Bitch. Okay, listen. I knew that Bria was not ready for this commitment bullshit. So I was like, after a while, because I was super into her from the beginning. But like, keep in mind, at the time I had had a really horrible breakup. A couple of my really good friends of years and years walked out of my life and my dad and I had a falling out, you know, which were cool now, but at the time it was like, whoa, three completely different types of relationships. So intimate friendship and family just kind of disappeared out of my life. For the first time in my life ever, I had built this crazy wall because I was like, it doesn't matter if you're blood or if you've known each other for 10 years or if you say you're in love with someone. They'll just turn around and walk away. No, which, like, I, so I didn't blame I you for I was going through some shit. I didn't blame you for it. But after a couple months, I was like, okay, I've been super into her for a while, but I have to accept the fact that she's just not ready, and I have to be okay with that because I know she's a good person. Like, she has a good head on her shoulders. So I was like, maybe I should just, like, look out for myself a little bit and then, like, stray away from the pack. So I went out on another date with Sierra number three. Bitch. And then I told Brie about it, which I don't remember. Like, I had been telling her about it because we were still really close, even though we weren't together. Like, Because we were just friends, remember? Yeah. We were really good friends. <laughs> stupid bitch. Fucking stupid anyway, shit. Anyway, Brie had this fucking habit of asking me to drive to Phoenix at the most inconvenient hours. Like, at two or three in the morning, she would text me and be like... Because you made it clear that you would come whenever I asked. Asked, bitch. Okay, fuck <laughs> you for taking advantage of me like that. So one day, one morning, one morning she asked me to come over to Phoenix to her house at like 2 or 3 a.m., whatever, and we were on the phone, and I think we had, I'm pretty sure we had gotten in It was later than that. You were about to go to work. Was that the it day that like I, was that the, the morning, morning that I got there, and then I literally left after 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh my God, I hate you. Anyway, we were on the phone, like part of the way there, and all I remember is we were in this really deep conversation, and then she was like, Emma, why the fuck do you think I would ask you to come visit me at like three or four in the morning right now? Why? And I was like, uh, I don't know, because... I don't know because you want to hang out and she was like no it's because I fucking like you you idiot and then I was like oh okay 
The reason I did that is because I knew you started seeing that Sierra number three and it hurt my feelings so bad, but I didn't have the pride to tell you because I knew like it wouldn't be fair for me to just expect Emma to wait for me because I have these serious trust issues. That's not her fucking fault. But I knew that if I told Emma I was into her, she would let that girl go because I just knew I was like, I know that I'm number one in her book and this is just a fallback. (laughs) You salt bitch. Yeah, and so I told her that night, I was like, because I like you, you fucking idiot. And she was like, oh, yeah, I don't really. And here we are, almost two years later. We live together. We have pets together. But I can just say that in this moment, I am the happiest I've ever been. Really? Yes, you stupid bitch, and you know that. Stop stop saying shit like that, because I'm going to get all like... No, I'm for reals. And so Tinder does work. It's not just for hooking up. We're in a fucking domestic partnership. Yeah. Love you. Love you. Ew. All right, guys, this was a really awesome segment. I was kind of nervous about this one because it's different than anything we've ever done, but I really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Oh, my God, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay, guys, thanks again. Also, if you listened to the last segment, you realize that Emma and I are overly confident and we're really stupid, and we made a giveaway. So, again, you have Mm -hmm. one more week to do this. Follow our Facebook page, Good Times Bad Friends. Follow my Instagram, D-Y-L-A-N-I-E, and share our page to your page, whether it be our Facebook page to your Facebook or my post about the podcast on my Instagram to your Instagram. I don't really give a fuck. Send me a message letting me know you did it so I can double check it and you will be entered into a drawing to win a Xbox themed condom, a can of beer, and a $5 gift card. Whoa! Yes, bitch. You have one more week to do that and we will announce it next week. Thanks again for listening. We love you guys and we so much appreciate your support for Good Time bad friends vagina 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 perfect bye bitches bye where is a shrimp's heartbeat located do i get multiple choice no not this time okay a shrimp's heartbeat located yeah i'm gonna say where can you feel its heartbeat and its butt no. Does a shrimp even have a butt? I don't know. I, I thought it was a trick question. Where is it? I mean, you know what? You know what? That's okay. You want to know where it is? That's where? a good answer. Think of the other end. Its head? Yes. No way! Yeah, just the tip, bitch. Just the tip, baby. <laughs> good night, y'all. <laughs>